This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. With his co-host, Happy. Happy, happy Saturday. Happy's asking me to do a favor. Do me a favor, hit the thumbs up really, really early in this video because apparently that helps the YouTube algorithm. Yes, Happy is tired. She was a good girl last night. She actually slept till 6 a.m. Let me just tell you, that's uh, that's not been normal. So uh, maybe uh, at, at 10 weeks, she's uh, she might be sleeping through the night. So that's good. Uh, anyways, a couple of quick congratulations. We have two more cards going out. We have two more people that have closed a real estate transaction, added a rental, or got their first rental. So let's congratulate Cody and Ronald. Congratulations for getting a deal. Your cards will go out today, folks. If you don't know what this is, I am simply trying to track the impact of one rental at a time. This free YouTube channel, the book, the course, whatever it is I can do to help you get your first or next rental property. And if you do get one between June 1st of 2021 and May 31st of 2022, the dates are right there, I'm going to send you one of these cards. And of course, we have a bet. Uh, if we get to 500, uh, we're going to give some money away to a food bank, likely 10 grand, uh, as I'm going to be giving away $5,000 and my other experts are stepping up as well. And also, I am going to color my hair purple. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to have some fun with that. So uh, I think as of last week, we were sitting at 137 already. That was in the first 90 days. You all are killing it. You are doing the work. I think the next 90 days could be even better. I think we have rising inventory. I think we have low rates. I think I think we've been given a gift, frankly, with that weaker jobs number. We have more time to get good or great deals. So keep doing the work. Inventory is rising. It's going to be a good time. Might sneeze here. Maybe not. Uh, next, I want to remind you at 8 o'clock or in 27 minutes, uh, I will be doing a live stream on YouTube uh, where I will be taking your questions. We do this weekly, uh, probably, what, 45, 46 weeks or 46 Saturdays out of the year. I do take a few off, but we are doing that because I like to see what's going on, where your questions are, and again, I want to help you. I want to help you do the work. I want to help you see what's possible. I want to ask your questions. So if you want to be a part of the fun, uh, go ahead and join. We pretty routinely now exceed 100 people. Uh, which is kind of awesome. So um, yeah, love to see you there. Love to have questions, thumbs up, whatever you want. Let's let's have some fun. Uh, I'm hoping Happy is frankly asleep uh, at that time, but we shall see. And then Saturday's not a great day for YouTube videos. I'll be honest on my channel. It's actually the slowest day, but I have to tell you about a video that the Lumberjack and I did yesterday that posted at 10 o'clock this morning. It is without question the most important video I have done. I've done over 4,000 videos. I average five videos a day, but the one coming out at 10 a.m. today is critical. I have often struggled with how to show time in the market is more important than timing the market. What Lumberjack did yesterday, 
clearly shows. Uh, in his example, he talks about a house hack where he takes about 15 grand. And then, oh, by the way, over the course of a decade, let's just say some really good things happen. I don't want to steal the thunder of that video, but if you really want to understand what you are playing for with one rental at a time, that is the video for you. Getting in, finding that good or great deal, holding it has some amazing outcomes. So that video goes live at 10 a.m. Again, I do not say this. I don't believe I've ever said this. That video is the most important that I've created in the three years we've been doing this. It's even more important than that 50-year spreadsheet I gave you with all of that data. It is that important. So you might want to check it out. And if you want to help me get that video up, uh, hit a thumbs up, leave comments. Uh, let's get a lot of people seeing that video. Share it. That would actually be a great thing. Can you share it on your social media if you like it? If you believe it is also uh, time, if you like the video, please share it and let's get more and more people watching. We have this. People need to understand what they have in front of them. They can either do the work or they can think about it. It's just a great video. So in the end, so what do I got for you today? What do I want to start at? I'm going to start at the bottom of my notes instead of the top. Why not? Let's be different. So the first thing I've highlighted, or actually was the last thing I highlighted in my research this morning is uh, stagflation is a real, it's a possibility. It's no longer an extreme, an outlier, you know, that standard deviation. It, it frankly, stagflation might be the best possible outcome for the next decade or the next eight years. I'm really starting to think about decades I've used the 50-year history to make some predictions about 2029. And at this point, stagflation might be, God, the best outcome with what we have. Uh, we have a lot of things going on. And if you don't know what stagflation is, it is essentially weak growth and high inflation. Not a great thing. But with what we have in front of us, that might be, that might be like the best outcome we can hope for. Because I see a lot of inflation building. Not everybody does. Uh, but yeah, we will get into more of that in a, a later section. Uh, in addition to that, I've been doing a lot of thinking about college degrees and student loan debt and all of that. Um, something I haven't done in a while, as my daughter is now 10 years post-graduation, is I actually just looked this morning, I googled, uh, I think it was Wikipedia, I mean, no, Investor, I don't know, I forget the site that I got this from, I'm sorry. But basically I said, what are the top degrees, first year incomes, by degree, and what are the worst incomes by degree? I wanted to do this because this is public information. And if you were going to go to school for one of these degrees, wouldn't you want to know what the return is? I.e., I spend four years, I rack up all this debt, what can I expect? This is nothing more than a math equation, right? So, um, yeah, we'll start at the top. Anybody have a guess what the number one career is for starting income? I uh, I frankly would not have gotten this one right. While you think about what you think the top one is, I will highlight the top 10 were one of these three buckets. It was either engineering, something to do with engineering, something to do with computer science, or something to do with mathematics. The highest year one degree was petroleum engineering. Who knew? I certainly did not. Uh, Average year one salary is $87,989. Uh, 
All right, you wanna know the lowest average starting salaries? First off, they are either in art or in education. The lowest are child education, studio arts, and social worker, all average about $42,000 starting income year one. The average college graduate graduate in 2020 year one salary is $55,260, $55,260. Why is that important? Well, I think it was a week ago, I made a prediction about incomes in 2029 and they were 118 grand for a family of four, meaning two incomes. Think about it. In 2020, the average college graduate made 55. You times that by two, it's 110. We are in within a whisper of 118. Why is that important? Because again, as we've learned from the 50-year spreadsheet, wages drive housing. That was a big takeaway from that spreadsheet. So again, college degrees are, um, you can look up right? What your expected income is. And just so you know, 2020 was 2.9, oh no, 2.5% higher than 19 and 8.5% uh, higher than 18. So again, salaries are going up. There's been a lot of talk in the last 24 hours, as you might imagine. Okay, Happy, you can go down. About the bad jobs number. Uh, again, the jobs creation number for the month of August was atrocious, 265 on an expectation of 720. I've already told you twice that that is actually great news for you and I. It means we have lower rates longer as inventory rises, as motivated seller rises. We can lock in more and more money. And again, watching that video with the lumberjack at 10 o'clock will show you just how important that could be. So the question is why, right? Is it, um, is it Delta, right? Is it, is it people being nervous? Is it employers canceling uh, job um, openings, maybe, but it doesn't seem like we still have 10 million openings. Uh, as you know, according to um, I forget the 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 app that does that. Uh, is it simply that the unemployed don't want to work? Uh, as we heard from Dion from Dion Talk, he has a friend who used to make 90 grand a year. He is comfortable. Actually, I don't know if he said it was a he. I should say they. I don't know if it's a he or a she. Uh, is comfortable staying home, collecting the goosed up unemployment. Well, that goes away today, actually. Uh, so we will see if that sparks more people going back to work next week. Are we simply on the brink of a recession? We have economic cycles. Could we, could we already be heading towards the next recession? God, I certainly hope not, but maybe. Or lastly, is it the media once again doing what they do, scaring people because scary headlines get views and views get ads and they are in the business of making money via ads. I'm going to put most of this on the media. Uh, there's probably some remnants of all of this. Uh, but again, the media is uh, generally not helpful, right? Uh, you don't get generally get positive news. You don't you really get middle-of-the-road stuff. You get extremes and scary headlines and scary quotes. Uh, I have stopped if uh, I've stopped watching, you know, local news or whatever you call it because it's always bad. Uh, next up, we have higher taxes, higher taxes, higher taxes. It is coming. It looks like we are getting some proposals uh, to pay for the $3.5 trillion in more spending. Uh, I think I think this just goes to show how... I was going to say how stupid politicians are. I don't know if that's probably... That's probably too harsh. 
how um, they've never run a business. That's what I'll say. So they don't understand how this works. So for example, one of the things they want to do is they want to tax corporations who buy back or repurchase too much of their own stock. Well, great. You tax that, that behavior slows down or maybe stops. What will the companies do? Well, maybe they'll kick out dividends, you know, special one-time dividends where they do. Maybe they'll go buy companies and overpay. Basically, these companies that are repurchasing, they have a cash problem. And if they can't buy their own stock, they will do something else with it. Uh, I think taxing this, this, if they do it to the extreme, will stop the behavior. And again, I think stock repurchase is a, um, generally speaking, not a great use of capital. Uh, but they'll do something else. That much you can know. How about taxing firms where the CEO pay is above some ratio of the average worker? Again, sounds cool. What will happen? Well, they'll just create comp packages that are different and go around the system. I don't know. How about billionaires tax on unrealized gains? That one, again, sounds good. But should that go through, that opens the Pandora's box for them to just go, oh, okay, it was a billion. Now it's, you know, 250 million and then, 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 then. And then by 2030, it's anybody with more than half a million bucks gets taxed. Taxing unrealized gains is a slippery and very dangerous slope. And then, of course, they got to go after that uh, PayPal guy who turned his IRA into a gazillion dollars. Now they want to put a cap on mega IRAs because, again, they didn't like the guy that put a couple of grand in and made a billion dollars or whatever it was. Peter Thiel, I think it was. And then, of course, they're going to double the capital gains tax. Again, I've told you what happens. It is so obvious. If you double capital gains tax, you stop transactions. For example, the lumberjack uh, landlord and I both got loans on real estate recently. Let's just say we bought them at 100, they were worth 200, we got a loan for 150, so conservative leverage. Do you know how much taxes we pay on loans? That much. We pay zero. If you, if you put tax on capital gains, we just won't sell. I've told you that many times. It, this, all of these taxes that they are proposing sound good, get the masses excited because we're sticking it to the rich. All of these things will create huge tax deficiencies and you, the middle class, will get messed up. Because they will raise your taxes next. They will have no option. They will be short trillions of dollars. And then lastly, let's not forget that 60, was it 63% of all American families paid zero federal taxes? So all the federal taxes last in 2020 were paid by 37% of Americans. If you are one of the 37%, I would argue you paid your fair share. I would ask, where's the other 63%? Where's their couple of pennies? Seems kind of interesting. And then lastly, I saw a quote from, uh, I think it was Dave Ramsey, that one third of all millionaires never made more than 100K a year. I think that's pretty awesome. 
Becoming a millionaire is in the grasp of the average American. You do have to make some certain choices. You have to live below your means. You have to invest. You have to get in the game. There are There is a path. One rental at a time, or better yet, how to get started one rental at a time is a course that can take you there. If you do the work, if you are disciplined, and if you are in the game. And again, if you want to know what I mean by in the game, watch the video at 10 a.m. Uh, I think it's actually titled most important video. So it should be very easy to find on my channel. And I don't say that in jest. This is not clickbait. This is, hey, he house hacked a duplex. This is what happened. And it is amazing. So it is out there for you. I hope to see you in about 13 minutes uh, for our, our weekly live stream. And then if you are one of my students, remember we do it all again at 9 a.m. Take care of yourself. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.